0: Fishercast, a Six Feet Under retrospective. I am your funeral director, Robin, and I'm joined by my Six Feet Undertaker, Moira, and
1: I am Dez.
0: Hi, Dez. How are you doing?
1: Good. I am Hi, good. Moira. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we have no guest uh, here with us uh, today. Of course, you know, it's hard to get somebody to follow in the footsteps of um, uh, future famous author, <laughs> Leonard Kenyon. Does but, he even uh, listen to the show? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> maybe he will. Maybe i will listen to that last week to see what he sounds like. Yeah. But... Uh. I can't I don't see him. I mean, I have his DVDs, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's not getting them back till he listens.
0: <laughs> that's right. No, he's not getting them back to the fall, actually. <laughs> till we're done. <laughs> They'll all be online for him to listen to and all future generations to listen to.
1: Oh my goodness, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: I don't think Fisher cast is the one you have to worry about, does <laughs> <laughs> You are correct. <laughs> So um, what, do we, what do we have on the show to begin with, uh, Moira?
2: <laughs> we have a letter from last week that came in after we wrapped.
0: A letter? It's Ooh, a handwritten letter. Handwritten
1: and all?
2: It is. It's on lovely notepaper and it's perfumed. I'm lying <laughs> through my teeth. <laughs> but anyway.
1: We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just oh, got man. a letter. I wonder who it's from.
2: Yes, I have have children. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right, we got a lovely letter from Susan, she says, about the trap. She says, oh, my God, it's Dwight, but six times creepier. But hey, Mm -hmm. Arthur seems to be weird in the same ways as Ruth, so he probably won't strangle her with a rope made of beet greens. (laughs) Did you see how Lisa's eyes fluttered when she heard the name Brenda? I was hoping she was going to faint right there. And yes, when you're married to Lisa, getting a drink is an errand. <laughs> I'm having so much fun listening to your podcast and watching this great show again. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Susan. <laughs> Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Susan. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, we have to apologize to people who might want to be sending in feedback. at the hundreds of you out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we our recording has been off a little bit. As a matter of fact, uh, people... Are getting the last week's episode in their iTunes as we're recording this week's episode. So, um, we might be reading some uh, uh, future or past emails in the next episode, too. So, we're thank you for your time. patience. We're, <laughs> time, traveling. we're <laughs> time traveling. So, uh, yeah, I kind of stumbled across uh, this link that I'm putting into the Skype chat. Uh, Des, I don't know if you can uh. Actually, get to it, but Moira, you can. And I'm going to be putting in the Facebook group, uh, yeah, Growing Obesity is uh, making oversized caskets a big hit. And if you look at the size of this casket, if you go to the Facebook group, you'll be able to see this. Uh, Goliath Caskets is a company in Indiana that makes specialized caskets for the obese. And, yeah, this is... An amazing, Okay, like bigger I, than a fridge. You could fit four
2: people crammed tightly like sardines in there. <laughs> this thing's enormous.
0: <gasps> Charlie Bucket's grandparents could all fit in there. Wow. That's a callback to... Is really she practicing
2: yoga program. in this picture? What is she doing in <laughs> she, that casket? <laughs> she's like, please don't shut me in. <laughs> <I> think, good <laughs>
0: Lord. Yeah, the says so, so. The owner says the uh, when he first started, thirty six inches was the widest casket they actually may have been. Now they're up to fifty two inches wide, and the caskets can now hold a person who weighs as much as a thousand pounds. Oh, so yeah. Ick. I'm not one to judge. I'm just glad they'll have somewhere for me to sleep <laughs> if I continue down the path that I'm <laughs> Uh Alright, so actually, let's get into the real stuff. This is the Darwin Awards in which we honor the idiots in history that snuffed themselves out before they reproduce. And uh, we have a very special idiot uh, this week. Uh, let me just read the story and you'll, you'll figure it out. Uh, Israeli Orit Fox was at a photo shoot in Tel Aviv in which she alluringly used a boa constrictor. Fox was initially comfortable with the snake and wrapped it around her legs, wrapped it around her waist, and then wrapped it around her neck. She then licked the snake, loosening the grip on, it, on its neck. The snake then lunged at her and sank its fangs into her left breast. The model screamed for help, and an assistant struggled to pull off the determined snake, and after a few seconds the snake finally released its grip. Though Fox needed a tetanus shot at the hospital, it was a snake which came off worse as it actually had sank its fangs into a breast that was enhanced a little bit. <laughs> a little it
3: bit. soon
0: passed away from silicone poisoning. <sighs> Screw you, snake.
2: <laughs> uh. Oh, my. Uh, That would have probably made Nate really happy.
0: (laughs) You know, uh, yeah, I I freaking hate snakes. And I was looking up uh, Darwin Awards about snakes, and there's all these, you know, there's tons of idiots out there that think that, you know, they're uh, king of the hippies or whatever and can own like a gigantic boa constrictor or something and keep it in their apartment and they end up getting killed as a result. But I like the fact that there's a story out there where someone kills a snake with their own breast. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, women
1: use those things as weapons, you know? <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So uh, it's comedy like that. You won't hear on the Ramjack podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. That was a promo for the Ramjack podcast. Check them out. <laughs> All, All right. right, so we're here at Open Casket Viewing, and uh, it's, it's Moira's turn to talk.
2: All righty, here we are. Episode six already of season three, Making Ooh. Love Work. Nate and Lisa take Maya on an illuminating and teetotaling camping trip with a couple that has a seemingly perfect relationship. Rico wrestles with the oversized challenges of a double wide corpse and triple X casket. Ruth begins to lose her reservations about Arthur and even admires his freshly laundered (laughs) hanky. Oh, I know. Claire and Russell's relationship continues to bloom, though David and everybody else thinks Russell is gay. Written by Jill Soloway and directed by Kathy Bates.
1: What everybody else. It was just David.
2: I know. I don't know why they said that. (laughs) I guess they're setting it up. I don't write these commentaries. I just (laughs) read them. Yeah. And you
1: do a wonderful job.
2: I thank you, Dad.
1: It's what you have to work with. Yeah, with
2: the material they give me. (sighs) These people, amateurs, amateurs, I tell you.
0: And, uh, yeah, this Jill Soloway, I, lo- I love her writing, and I, I wish she did a commentary. because She's always really funny on those. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Bettina had to go uh, help uh, her daughter out uh, behind the cameras of Six Feet Under.
1: <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, hey.
0: <laughs> so, uh, okay, so let's start off. We have Karen Pepper, uh, apparently not a doctor, waiting in line for uh, Dr. Dave. That was too easy. <laughs> um, she's uh, upset about her chain-smoking bitch of a mother-in-law <laughs> And she notices blood dripping, dripping on the question card She asks for a Kleenex And when the uh, doors open, all the girls try to rush in And she says, oh, go ahead without me And then right in front of the, uh, line, the curtain collar um, She passes out and dies
1: And that, that woman didn't just stood there Like, what if she was still alive? You know, well, what if you could have we, we, done something?
2: Yeah, because here's the thing, you're not I mean, you can bleed out in a few minutes that way, but yeah, if you put enough pressure on it, you can stop the bleeding. So that yeah. that was pretty lame. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well she put pressure on her walkie talkie telling me, <laughs> then we, we have a situation. Yeah, what a jerk.
2: <laughs> One time I when I was a student, um, working emerge, I really did see somebody who was they didn't die. The good news is this person did not die. But they were having a really significant uh, arterial nosebleed. Because you don't die from Normal nosebleeds come from the veins, okay? So you don't die from those generally. But what they're talking about here is where the artery actually gets uh, punctured. And yeah, you can bleed out for sure. So the See, I
1: assumed I, uh, when she fell over dead, I assumed it was like an, some kind of aneurysm or something. Until Rico was talking about you know, dying from a nosebleed and how the scar tissue and all that stuff. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I never knew that before. Mm-hmm. I learned something from Rico, of all people. Was, was <laughs> he correct, though? <laughs> we have our resident doctor to tell us if that's correct.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't know enough about post-plastic surgery scars, to be honest with you, to know that that would be the root cause of it. But certainly you can... Um, You can have an arterial nosebleed from, from, yeah, from the back of the nose. And the one I saw was, it was scary. It really was scary until we got stuff on it. And uh, Mm. and we had to actually airlift her out of Kenora, Ontario, which is a tiny little town, and fly her to Winnipeg so the ear, nose, and throat guys could repair the job because they could not do it locally. It was such specialized work. Wow. It was very scary. (laughs) Anyhow. So they're not lying on this show. You really can die of a nosebleed. There you go.
0: And uh, the funny the thing is, you know? uh, I think it's completely believable that Rico would know this, wearing be, being a part of a funeral home for years in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, land of the nose job. Um, yeah, so uh, Rico uh, t- tells us about that, and Nate talks about how he's looking forward to going camping, and then uh. he starts mentioning Owe and uh, Lisa and Maya and her friends and their kid <laughs> i i felt i i, I could just kind of hear him pause and all that like i'm really super psyched to go hiking and i'm going with pizza and Maya. <laughs> as he deflates you yeah. see
2: him wilting
0: <laughs> rico uh is not having the best of times either apparently vanessa is a bit depressed since her mom died so uh it looks like he's gonna he, it's a good time for arthur to be here since he needs to be uh home with his wife a little bit more um Lisa uh we're back at the uh Fisher condo or whatever you want to call it <laughs> David's old apartment uh Lisa's talking to Maya about how awesome camping is yeah uh, <laughs> uh reminds me that I need to get a baby deadhead onesie um,
1: <laughs> uh, Made me want to punch Lisa even more <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and yeah, Lisa's packing while Nate is reading this book all about different trails. And can we,
2: wait, what kind of packing was that? When do you take plastic Ziploc baggies and stuff toys in them? (laughs) Who does that? Lisa. Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: a great, that's a great answer.
2: Oh, she's so weird.
0: And, uh, Was it to
2: keep them sterile and septic so that the camping nature bits wouldn't get on them? You know, I'm just asking. Maybe uh, maybe it was
1: so they wouldn't get lost, but still, I mean, why little sandwich bags? Why not just throw them all all in in one big bag bag by themselves?
0: Uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe she's super, I mean, you know, she's super cautious about... Maya, you know, we freak out about the peanut butter a bit, and uh,
1: she's not cautious enough. She sleeps with the baby in her bed, and the <laughs> yeah. lo- the local um um what's it called? Why can't I ever remember <laughs> the word when I try to think?
2: Child's of of state Society? <laughs> no, the um oh oh yeah uh, oh. uh, um I know you mean medical examiner. Yes, Corner? the local medical examiner tells me
1: that you should never sleep with your baby. <laughs> it's all over billboards around you town. You told us this before, <laughs> Yes, yes. And every time I see them, I think of you guys. One of these days, <laughs> I'll take a picture and put it in the group. You should. That would be great. Uh, just pull over and take a picture. <laughs> take Fantastic. a
2: pic. Anyway, I just uh, well, commented on it because I just, I just find her so funny with her little quirky idiosyncrasies, and it just struck me as <laughs> so inefficient. Not only that, the kid doesn't even use half those toys, but whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, <anyway. laughs> right, Well, you notice one thing that I noticed was Nate sitting here reading a book, and then you see in front of him this bag from a bookstore of <gasps> books mm-hmm. about trails and camping, and you see that he hasn't exactly been listening to her, her little... Her little, ro- her little, yeah. Her little rules. Yeah.
4: Right, about, the visa. yeah, and he's
0: super psyched about going to this trail that leads to Suicide Ledge. <laughs> yes, where yeah. the
2: jumped off.
1: Woo-hoo. Well, hopefully he'll push Lisa off. I won't spoil <laughs> you guys,
2: but <laughs> is that what, is that what you were thinking? Maybe this will be the end. <laughs> <Yeah>, Mine <Maya laughs> is on.
1: Really
2: <laughs> just toss her out the window, kind of like, oh, kind of like, gee, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, then please don't listen now and just skip ahead about 30 seconds. Kind of like when they pushed Bram out the window in, in the first episode of Game of Thrones. Yes, but they didn't kill him, so it wasn't as effective. But it was shocking when it happened. I mean, yeah, really? yes, yes.
0: Uh, okay, so we're back, uh, and uh, Dwight is talking to Ruth about uh, silent running, and uh, nobody's gonna stop me.
1: Is that a real movie? You know what? I I love that movie. <gasps> never, I love that seen movie. It. It's I called
0: him I called, him I called him. I called him Dwight. That was that was what I was talking about.
2: Well, oh, I always his name's Dwight. Arthur. I always call him Dwight. <laughs> Fine, Dwight Arthur Tomato Tomato.
1: Brian Darling, uh, you remember that? <laughs> I yes. never called them by the correct names. So
2: I, <laughs> I don't know when that uh, movie came out, but I, I think I was like a little kid, and um, it had Bruce Stern in it. I love that
0: movie. <laughs> yeah, wasn't a fan.
2: Well, I was little, okay. I think it I thought that the little robots that. were cute. So just <laughs> you have to cut me. Some I nodded slack. off during
0: that movie. I tried to watch it, it as like you know, it was like all these different like. Uh, sci-fi movie this wasn't when i was a kid this is just like a few years ago well that's like oh there's different sci-fi movies i should watch and (laughs) Silent running came up on the list and i tried (laughs) i
2: don't even remember much of the plot but i just thought the little robots were cute anyway
0: Mm. anyway uh we go to claire's bedroom and russell is dying some strands of her beautiful red hair oh uh, my goodness
4: First of
1: ah, all, I'm like, I'm like, wow, he really knows how to some, dye some hair for a straight guy. And then I'm <laughs> going, why would you color that beautiful hair?
0: <laughs> Although blue uh, is fun. And apparently they're using some brushes that uh, they use. I don't know. I, I didn't write down exactly what it's for, but uh, yeah, they, they use them downstairs. Uh, David's the- a bit. Yes. What's that?
1: Putting something on the corpse's face. I can't remember what that said exactly. Yes.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So David is a bit mad about that. And uh, you see, as they're all talking together, David just giving this puzzled look at Russell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, um, he says he likes Russell's sculpture and uh, gets a little weirded out by all these tales of Olivier being a way too forward. Claire insists that it's not like harassment, it's more like a comment on harassment.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't say forward so much as inappropriate. But mm. like, isn't that a classic okay. a comment on harassment? That's sort of a classic artsy fartsy response, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. I rolled my I rolled my eyes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> mwah, mwah.
0: <laughs> so Nate's looking forward to getting a buzz around the campfire. Lisa doesn't care as long as he doesn't smoke cigarettes and she knows all about it. Of course she does nosy bitch <laughs> <laughs> well you can smell it i mean i know i'm
1: just teasing
0: <laughs> I, I think i think from now on i'm just gonna have to i'm gonna, nobody else is doing it i'm gonna just start defending lisa
2: <laughs> it's gonna be a
0: hard job but i'm gonna try good you're gonna start up. to
2: what lisa to what
0: De- defend oh
2: defend. Defend. defend i thought you said <laughs> medic i'm like what
0: I'm going to start to medically Lisa. Well, she
2: does need medical help, I think, but...
0: I'm going to medic her on the
2: rock. <laughs> you yeah. need a medic! need a Medicare!
0: Get a stretcher bearer! So Todd, Dana, and uh, Spencer, a girl, arrive, and...
1: Uh... Are they hippies, too? Because that's a totally... Or yuppies. Hippies or yuppies name their kids' names like that.
0: Well, um, Dana is uh, a, a little prudish about camping, so I don't know. Um, Todd and Nate head to the car, and Todd says, "Are you kidding me? There's no way we're going to be able to do any sort of hikes at all." I mean, how long have you been married?
1: <laughs> I don't see why not. I mean, a couple—if it's just a couple hours, you know—the the guys can watch the kids while the women go off and do a little hiking mm. for a couple hours. You know, yeah, Good they for swap them for
2: for other activities later on (laughs) yeah exactly so what's the difference
0: (laughs) right um ruth finds arthur polishing his shoes and she makes it seem like she (laughs) accidentally happened upon a video store and it was blockbuster and robin hates blockbuster with all his being (laughs) yes Uh, robin does but uh anyway she probably got overcharged and we'll get a late charge for it even though they said there's no late fees and you leave a clerk at a counter trying to explain this to every single person that comes in and uh anyway so they uh they Robin will settled... be
2: having a therapy session with me later it's okay <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> On and, weekly one. i'm telling and you
1: there there goes our <laughs> blockbuster sponsorship
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know. I don't think they have much money to sponsor us with. Burn, Blockbuster. Burn.
1: Suck it, Blockbuster. Yes, suck
2: it. At this point, (laughs) I'm getting, um, with respect to Ruth and how quickly she seems to cling onto people, I get a little alarmed with her.
1: Oh, I was very alarmed of this episode and <laughs> yes. it was giving me the, the creepin' willies. Wi- creepin willies. Creepin yes, willies. willies. I, I just heard it. you on
0: Tar Carnicast, Des. Yes.
1: yeah, <laughs> um,
0: yeah <laughs> I was just starting about that.
1: Starting to give me the creeps because oh please don't have this gross inappropriate relationship, please.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh uh so is it uh Rarthar? <laughs> Ruther 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 (laughs) sister Ruther yeah (laughs) so uh, you guys either of you in support of Ruther No. kill it with fire I was being very quiet about this oh no I was
2: briefly muted because um, a certain person walked in my lovely daughter and had to ask me something Um, no I'm not in support of Arthur and Ruth is that what you just asked
0: Ruther. Yes. Ruther. Ruther,
2: Ruther, oh <laughs> Ew. no, Ew. I'm shuddering. Could you hear the shudder? Oh, yes, yes, oh. <laughs> it was bad enough watching Ruth in bed next to Nate. That was hard enough, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. No,
0: can't wait for Arthur and Ruth's rock scene.
2: <laughs> Ruth just needs a yeah. friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It does but it doesn't look like she's just thinking of him as a friend in this she's getting a little too creepy stalker but that's what I'm like, trying
2: to say she does that is, with everybody right she launched onto, onto Nikolai she launched onto Nikolai she latched onto Bettina now she's latching onto Arthur Ruth doesn't know how to ease into things and what's <laughs> up with the
1: fissures of the inappropriate stalker sniffing <laughs>
2: I, I, I don't understand. I have never sniffed someone's stuff like that. Okay, all here's right, the right, Okay, right. but she had just washed and laundered that handkerchief. So,
0: what was the point of that? It was like she's all almost. Right, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, we got so much more to go. We got so much more to go for that. All right. So Todd and Dana and Lisa are talking nonsense about religion. Whatever. Uh, no, no, no. no, Jesus was black. Everybody was black. <laughs> that was actually anyway. Funny. Nate, yeah, Nate uh, passes the weed, and uh, yeah, no one wants to get high, so he's like, "Oh, fuck, I'm gonna be stoned by myself," which is Poor the Nate. worst. <laughs> for, oh, yeah, it is for Nate. Um, and the <laughs> in the next scene, Arthur and Ruth are a bit teary as Silent running ends, and Joan Baez <laughs> warbles on. Arthur <laughs> changes the channel to porn. <laughs> Wow! How, really on
1: porn. has Ruth not blocked those channels? Because <laughs> even back in the late, like uh, the early '90s, when you know you could block those channels,
2: and this is like 2003 or something. So right, right. Modern I think. Technology. I think. Uh, no, maybe David, secretly David
0: buys the package for the cable. No, maybe <laughs> so
2: late then. at night. Maybe she watches all by herself. Who knew?
0: <laughs> yeah. So she they, they flipped off they flipped off the VCR to the TV, so it was already on porn.
2: Already on that channel. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I I love I love Ruth they... dropping the path Just classic, wasn't it? It's was great. They bumble their way away out of the room.
2: Two of them looking quite, you know, embarrassed, not knowing where to look. So funny. <laughs>
1: It was awkward because Dwight's always on awkward
0: shows. Lisa loves uh, living off the land. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dana is firmly on team caffeine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Listen, Lisa couldn't survive a week living off the land because she'd be so no. perplexed over every germ. She'd never, you know, be able to stay sane. Come on. They
1: don't have drift in the woods, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we have a little bit of going back and forth between the girls and the guys here. So um, Todd tells Nate how much uh, Dana and him love to bang. And uh, Lisa tells Dana that her orgasm thing has been thrown off since pregnancy. And she exaggerates her orgasms.
1: (laughs) I never had that problem after having two children. (laughs) Well, something's wrong with Lisa.
2: That's what I think, too. Uh, What's uh, yeah. the problem, Lisa? <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry.
0: Todd is going on and on about how important Dana is to him, and Nate agrees. And then he realizes they, they're not talking. <laughs> he's talking about Maya, he's not talking about Lisa. Yeah,
2: I totally I'm, saw I'm, that one coming.
0: Yeah,
1: I am on Nate's side because you know, I mean, your child should be the most important thing in your life. Mm. You know, I mean, not to where the person you're married to is not important, but you know what I mean? They should be just yeah. a little bit more important, just a tiny
2: well, it's bit. In a di- it's in a different way, right, isn't it? Yeah. In all seriousness, yeah, it's in a completely yeah. different way. And and you really would throw yourself in front of a truck for your kid, you know, without yeah. thinking. And if I was in a relationship
1: and I had to choose between my uh, spouse and my child, my child would always win because they are more important there who I live for, you know?
0: Um, and we have Dana telling uh, Lisa all about how her and Todd have some dirty talk between each other <laughs> and uh, as uh, Nate and Todd uh, are coming back to the camp with logs in their hands or wood hmm. uh, we see a snake approaching the children Yay! And Nate, Nate fucking <laughs> destroys it <laughs> <laughs> and then, filled with primal rage, he asks if anyone wants to go on a hike. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Nate. He is. He's got
2: hes really so.
1: Bad issues.
2: He's pumped stuff. up on adrenaline, man. That was yeah. bizarre. <laughs>
1: because Lisa's constantly, you know. Emasculating stifling. him? Yeah, stifling yeah. him, emasculating him. Yeah, it's just mm. not
0: good. Yeah, and Lisa does look a little upset, though, you know. Everybody actually gets pretty upset that uh, Nate killed the snake. Yeah, every,
2: yeah, indeed, everybody. I, yeah, it was... It, Seriously. In, in cool front man. of the kids, it was a little brutal, Nate. he couldn't have just, well, like, picked it up and walked away with it or something?
1: Oh, it, well, he's
0: protecting his child. He's protecting, I, I his, child.
1: He's protecting yeah. his child, so,
2: you
0: mm-hmm. know,
1: I cannot blame him at all.
2: I'm not a snake hater, so... <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't care don't. about them. They live or die. I don't give a crap. They're animals. The animals are dumb.
2: <laughs> they, <care laughs> germs. they deserve to die. That's We're going
0: right. to uh, That's ears. right. They're, terrible. <laughs> They're, terrible. They're <laughs> terrible. They deserve to die. Yeah. Uh, no, no. But I mean, come on. That thing was huge.
4: <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it, it, it looked and dangerous. It just seeing it, yeah. Seeing it go towards the kids, I was like, I, I would totally, I would have destroyed it myself
2: yeah well, I, I would have too and it, it, you know made a weird we sound they made a rattlesnake yeah. tail sound on yes. that thing and it was not a rattler yes. so yeah. come
1: on and even if it wasn't poisonous you know it was a big enough snake that it would have hurt Maya. you know just biting her would have caused some damage she's still a little baby you know i would have mm-hmm. totally destroyed that if it was coming towards my child hmm <laughs>
2: I hope all the snakes out there that are listening to this podcast are well aware, and they sorry, stay away snake-ist. from Robin and Des.
0: I will fucking, I will, I will ruin you. <laughs> I'm scared of snakes. Of course, I'm going to destroy it. You're scared,
2: really, <laughs> really?
1: We
0: always destroy the things that we hate, so uh,
4: <laughs>
1: and I, we're scared of. I am not scared of snakes.
0: <laughs> I'm scared of snakes.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. Poor little Robin. <laughs> <laughs> i cannot a... go
0: I, I i i would not make it going to look for the ark of the covenant ever so. <laughs> not make it. all right so um speaking of animals olivier says russell's art looks like it is elephant art and claire has termite art and uh, uh russell gets very pissed off
2: about this was i the uh, only one that honestly didn't know at first whether he was criticizing or praising that
1: no, I didn't know either,
2: and <laughs> I was still confused. I I, I, I kept thinking. He's so sarcastic, I couldn't tell if he meant yeah, it was good or bad until, mm-hmm. until the later scene when Russell was so upset. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, Olivier. Just say what you mean. Yeah.
1: He's kind of a jerk. Uh, it's, okay, our... um. Russell and um, Claire, the only two students in his class that he likes their art at all. I mean, there has got to be at least a few more students who have some talent in that class.
0: No, everybody else sucks. Russell said it. (laughs) He's so much better than everybody else in that class, so whatever. Give
1: me a break. Yep. I'm trying to look it up. There is no such thing as elephant art.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I think it's something that he...
2: Used. And, he and out, Claire's yeah. um, little fake... looked like an egg with a crack in it to me. I honestly thought she was just getting pissed with Olivier. She had taken her lump of clay, stuck it on the table, and thought, screw it, I'm not doing anything with it, and I'm going to hand it in like that. <laughs> yeah, and Russell's was
1: much better than Claire's. I mean, mm-hmm. really, I thought. And yep. But, yeah, uh, stupid art teacher. David liked it. Yeah
0: um so ruth asks uh arthur if uh he wants anything while she's returning the video
1: wow she's being really really um needy you know like trying too hard
0: Ugh. Mm-hmm. she's very she's very much into her new friend I think She's very, clearly, very, very, uh, very excited to.
1: She needs a hobby, take up knitting or something, <laughs> go do more flower arrangement classes. I don't know, something
0: he's very, very, very much wants to dote on him, maybe you know, as a family member or more. Who knows? More, it looks like
1: that's
0: so gross. Uh, so. Rico says, hey, you know, you don't have to associate with the monsters, but Arthur quite likes them. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then Rico explains what a triple X casket is, and they they usually set it up the night before so they don't have to deal with it in the morning. Um, Russell is upset with Olivier. They're up in Clara's bedroom, um, wishes Olivier would just let him fail now and then. And uh, Claire consoles him with a kiss, and they're a bit surprised by it, but they kiss again.
4: And
1: Yay,
0: kissing it yeah. was cute, yes, it was. Adorbs, and uh, Clussel is born. Clussel? okay, well, I'll take you know... it. Klussel.
2: It sounds like a Klussel. chicken. Clock, clock,
1: <laughs> Well, you know, I, I. I don't like the whole trend of where they take, like, the first letter from one person's name and then, like, almost the whole name of the other person's name. I feel that's really yeah. unfair. So you got to at least take a couple letters from the other one. That, so that's Clussell. Clussell. Clussell, because you got the CL.
0: <laughs> like Natisa,
1: Matissa?
0: <laughs> Natisa, Or Dave Eith? <laughs> going, Can we just not do of... the whole shipper thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh uh I have to, uh especially since Carney Guest does. So
2: And
1: I am a big fan of the Claire and Russell pairing. I like yeah? them together yeah. a lot. Yes. And I hope that it goes well and that Claire doesn't break his heart. Mm. I have a feeling she might
2: or that he decides he's gay.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. I was really worried about that. Well, I wasn't worried about that until David was talking to her. And she's like, why did you assume he was gay? And I was like, oh, crap.
2: Are they setting it up so that he is going to be gay? I hope not. That's what I was afraid. Because, you know, we can never let any of the Fishers be happy for even more than maybe one episode.
0: No, (laughs) clearly.
2: It's a rule.
0: Happiness it's like a Joss nice Whedon show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep.
1: No one gets a happy ending.
0: hey <laughs> Uh Anyway, <laughs> so Lisa finally lets Nate go on a hike. Nate is worrying that she's actually kidding about it. <laughs> but she says they'll be fine. So Nate journeys up the mountain, stopping for a bit for a little hit, hit of the pipe. Stopping for a little drink of water and then finally makes to the top and takes in the awesome view. Mm-hmm. And he relaxes. All of a sudden, Brenda shows up. And you know
2: who I expected? I did not what? expect Brenda. I thought for sure Nate Sr. was going to show up.
0: Uh,
1: uh-huh.
2: I, did. I did. Well, I did. But last.
1: I saw Brenda come, and I was like, how the hell does she know he was there? And I did not – I thought it was real up until the point she started begging for him, you know? And mm-hmm. then I was like, no, this is not real. This is a, this is a total dream.
2: Because these <laughs> these things always sucker you in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They do. I'm not too yeah. bright when it comes to the you know, the. <laughs> I just don't ever get it.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think they do them pretty well because I have to admit, at the very beginning – I thought, no, she didn't. And then, I, and then I went, no, this is all a dream. It's all fantasy land.
0: <laughs> Thank goodness. So, yeah. yeah. She's,
2: She'd never be uh, that pathetic, I hope. Ooh.
1: I hope not either. That's why I knew it wasn't real because she was being really pathetic. And that's not Brenda.
0: Exactly. <laughs> she barked, though.
2: Yeah, that was funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they have a little smoochy time and he pushes her away. She goes to a rock, apologizes, and then leaps off
1: and what system. does that say about him that you, you know he's dreaming about her killing herself because she can't have him wow he has a Talk
2: big ego oh, yeah. <laughs> big ego i don't know
0: Nicholas. it might be part that it might also be because he doesn't trust lisa at all and think she's a little unbalanced
2: what what, what do you mean
0: all uh, right not Lisa. excuse me we already brenda. know Lisa's unbalanced i mean brenda
1: I was gonna oh, say this is okay. to do with Brenda, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's being really, really like super mean about her. Well, and it, you
0: know, they would
2: call this uh what is it called? Wish fulfillment. Maybe it's because on some level he's wishing that Brenda wants him that badly. He's wishing he had somewhere else to go other than Lisa. Yeah,
1: probably. Yeah. Well, I bet she still does want him back, but she's not gonna be pathetic
0: and beg for him. Yeah. I think um that's really true. So we go back to Claire's bedroom and we find out that Claire actually broke Russell's virginity.
1: She popped his cherry, how cute! Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, he's in college and he's still a virgin? That's crazy. Uh, and, uh, but he did say and
2: he, he, he
1: says, didn't says, date.
2: Saying,
1: I'll tell you something
2: else oh, later. Oh, no, please go ahead.
1: No. <laughs> so we're going to find out how old
2: Moira was. No, not me. <laughs> I'm not thinking of me. oh <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> just you know, cherry popping is kind of fun. That's... That's <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying any.
0: I'm just waiting for the story to come out. Okay, remember. I've, I've right. done it a couple
2: times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, uh Russell admits that he uh, he feels safe with her, and uh, as as safety is established, we hear this gigantic thump from downstairs. <laughs> Uh, Arthur and Ruth find Biggie Smalls face down on the floor. (laughs) Uh, Arthur pounds on Claire's door, tells him to bring her friend. Uh, she tells Russell to stay. And when she gets downstairs, Arthur pleads with her to get her friend and help. And then he runs off. Ruth wonders if, if her friend is Phil, but, uh, Trampy McTramperson says, no, it's another one. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, Russell, Ruth.
1: Let's Ruth. Let's, um, Claire have boys sleep over. I know she's, you know, what? 18, 19 mm-hmm. now. And, but mm-hmm. still it's, I don't let Skyler have boys sleep over. That's just, yeah, no, you want to do that? Go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, maybe she's one of those parents who are like, well, at least it's under my roof. No,
1: no. She's one of those parents that's like, oh, is that going on? I have no idea. I'm (laughs) oblivious because I don't pay enough attention to my kids. Are you having a sleepover now, honey? (laughs) Who's your little friend? I'm too busy putting all my attention on the new guy that I can't pay (laughs) attention to my children.
0: So Russell comes rushing down and he introduces himself quickly and they all roll roll uh, Biggie onto a, a backboard, and uh, Ruth thinks he looks fine. His nose is quite crooked, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. And then Arthur, you know, gets some revved up. We got to lift to all our strength, and they, they do, and they end up flipping him back onto his face again. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Russell admits that he's a bit freaked out, and uh, Ruth apologizes to Claire for racing her around all this. <laughs> <laughs> i i this is like my favorite scene in the episode i i <laughs> this is hilarious.
2: I have to say, I think Arthur is so adorable through this whole thing because yes. his level he's just he's acting it so perfectly his level of franticness and earnestness it's just the perfect mix.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how he takes charge in this too he was he was really good at
2: can he be my fisher of, of the week?
0: No, he's got to be married to a fisher
2: <laughs> well, maybe he will be before he the episode. will
0: be <laughs> <laughs> Ruther. ew
2: please no
1: (laughs) i'd rather see i'd rather see ruth and bettina
0: together Uh, at at least
1: least they're close in age you know (laughs) yeah yeah
0: um so we we fast forward to a little later arthur is apologizing to rico profusely on the phone uh, and, it, and it seems from at least from Arthur's side of the conversation that Rico is is going easy on him uh, to me. I don't know. Um, I was expecting to hear like screaming on the other side. <laughs> but uh, I, I think uh, I think Rico is uh, trying to be a good mentor to Arthur or maybe has more important things to deal with at home right now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Ruth offers uh, Arthur a little cocoa. But, uh, yeah, chocolate makes Arthur queasy. Uh, she offers a little tea, and he's just like, no, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. Um, we are back at the camp. This is like the next day, and uh, Todd and Dana run off into the woods together. And Lisa is thoroughly revolted by how great their sex life is.
1: Oh, just jealous, aren't you, Lisa? Because your plumbing <laughs> don't work right. <laughs>
0: um... Olivier is getting a shoulder rub from a student, maybe? I
2: don't know who that was. I thought he'd imported his own private masseuse or something.
0: I thought it was a
1: prostitute. No, I'm just kidding. I thought it was like a masseuse or a girlfriend, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: They seem, my... they
2: seem like they're in a familiar routine with it, so.
0: Yeah. This is a massage class student who is doing an internship. <laughs> okay. I said she was going to be my assistant, but all she really has to do is rub my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And uh, yeah, Claire and Russell come in and uh, Olivier kind of flips out a bit um, and then he gets mad at Russell for, for respecting him and calls them both babies. See, just more
2: double speak mental screwing crap going on there. I'm yeah, tired. But
1: you know what I like? Well, first of all, I love the fact that they both had blue in their hair. That is adorable. Um, <laughs> and then second of all, I love the fact that they were just like, yeah, united against him. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. They, yes. they were not going to take his shit that day. They they were, you know, there for each other. And they didn't really care what he had to say too much because, you know, they they were supporting each other. I love that.
2: Yeah, I, I like
0: well, I Guess who got even more upset as a result, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, um uh Ruth uh washed Claire's sheets. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, yeah, was my daughter had sex, I better wash her <sighs> sheets.
1: Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's funny.
0: This is a woman who smells the laundry, so
2: Yeah, That's weird.
0: So uh, yeah, Ruth is folding Arthur's hanky, and Claire asks about it. And then she she says she's she's pretty much disgusted by the mere existence of a hanky. I am why, with why Claire on this needed? one completely. <laughs> Me
1: too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's so
0: gross. Oh. I've always wanted to be a hanky man, but I just can't do it. It's,
2: it's like you you blow gross.
0: into it, and then you have to carry it around with you. Yes. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Um, we're in Arthur's room. <laughs> where Ruth puts the meticulously folded hanky into Arthur's meticulously oh, stop. folded drawer.
1: Stop. Stop. Okay, first of all, why are you going in his drawers? Exactly. Just it on his dresser. Correct. Set it on his bed. Oh, don't even go in his room. Put it on the kitchen table. I, You know, <laughs> I mean, my children, I don't even go in their drawers and, you know, like, I put their clothes. If, if I happen to, you know, wash Skyler's clothes, I will put them on her bed or on, you know, the dining room table or something for her to put away in her drawers. I don't go through her drawers, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just, oh. And she's family, you know. If it's mm-hmm. not family, that's really weird. Really And there were, uh, those were underwear, weren't <laughs> they?
4: Neatly folded <laughs>
1: underwear, socks, and uh, yep. oh, my God. It's yes. just so, so, it's so cute
2: yes. though, because it's so Arthur, it's adorable, but I agree mm-hmm. with you, Ruth should not be mucking around in his drawers.
0: And we, uh, uh, let Thanks. me just look, to make a little reminder to uh, last week's episode and say that, you know, definitely boundaries have been crossed. I mean, Ruth did make a point last episode when she was giving Arthur the rules that Sunday was her linens night and that, you know, he was not to be, not to disturb her basically during that, I mean, she that she the, You know, she does her laundry, you know, out of sight, you know, but now she's doing his laundry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. she picks it up back up and uh, smells it. And then whispers and the, into it. What and the what,
4: fuck is yes. this? What? She's the
0: handkerchief whisperer. It's like handkerchief prayers. What was she
2: saying? I put the
0: subtitles on and there was nothing. I was so oh, mad. Damn.
1: Okay. I was like, damn it. This, is, this was weirder even than the toothbrush sniffing. <laughs> and that's, I was going to ask you
0: guys that. I was going to say you, what well, is weird. What do you think, boys? Uh Smelling a toothbrush or whispering into a hanky?
2: Okay, the whispering to the hanky was weirder. I mean, what was she saying to it? Was she saying, oh, please, please make Arthur my new best friend? Like, what was she saying? <laughs> it's just oh, I have no it was idea. so bizarre. I have no idea. What is
1: going on no, in the show? Okay.
2: <laughs> it's the alternate universe. That's what it is. It's very <laughs> well, weird. Well, as we're talking, it occurs to me that maybe Ruth's See, I'm not convinced that her, her interest in Arthur is at all sexual. I think she's just lonely, and she has this need to take care of somebody, right? She's always taking Hello? care of people. So right. I think he's her newest adoptive child, almost, or, you know, child it slash friend. It
1: does no, it's, it doesn't seem that way.
2: Oh, I don't know. Can I do your laundry? Can I run out and do stuff? It's like her, I don't know, her new pet project or something, but whispering right. into the hanky was just weird and creepy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I you had me with you know not an inappropriate relationship, more of taking care of until we got to the hanky whispering shit. Yes. Then it just <laughs> got like See, that's, that's got to be some kind of sexual thing because well that's that's
2: what I mean that's what I kind of just said like I'm, I'm hoping that's all it is but then when she breathes into the hanky I don't know yeah. what to do with that oh I don't yeah. I just I don't get it what are they doing. I've never talked to any of my boyfriend's <laughs> clothing pieces, okay? Ever. I've <laughs> never even
1: talked to my own clothing pieces. So, <laughs> you know, it's I don't get it.
2: <laughs> well, compl- I have occasionally called my slippers and asked them to come over and find my feet, but they don't seem to <laughs> ever listen. <laughs> what I need is a dog to fetch my slippers. This is what I need. <laughs> But, right. but see, that's totally non-sexual. Yes. <laughs> that's okay. Exactly. But oh, and she just looks uh, so, like, longingly at the hanky. I thought, yeah. you know what I thought she was going to do for a minute? I thought she was going
1: to kiss it. You know what I thought she was going to do? I thought when she put that hanky in the drawer, I thought she was going to pick up a pair of his underwear.
2: <gasps> I thought she was going to steal the hanky. As a, yeah. Kind of the, the, memento, you know? Right. When she picked just,
1: it back up, I thought she was going to do that.
2: So, I guess I must say I'm I'm um going back on myself in a way because I have to admit, yes, during the hanky scene, <laughs> I got all the same <laughs> creepy pseudo-sexual vibes you did and it yes. just made me shudder. Shudder, shudder. This episode keeps making me shudder. It's not good.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, uh all right. <laughs> we get to our next scene here. Uh Claire is chatting with Russell on the phone when David shows up, and we all wonder where the hell he's been the entire yes. episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, we have. Um, so yeah, David talks to Claire about how he thinks that Russell's gay. And oh, she said it to him first, and but he's looks like his looks like the radar is going off.
2: Hmm. And that has yeah, you-
0: but I don't. I don't know if I trust David's Gator. <sighs> Animal. He didn't
1: even look- know he was gay, so you know how <laughs> know other
0: people are? In uh, the next scene, David's asking Keith when he started sleeping with men, and he uh, says that I like fucking women, lots of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was actually I love that. That was a Keith moment that I truly loved. <laughs>
0: And then uh, David actually gets to talking about uh, how convincing his straight act was that like, he didn't even know, basically. And
1: it was not. If I was his girlfriend, I would have been like,
0: "Oh my god, he's so gay." <laughs> <laughs> and then they, then you know, probably how they end every night. I don't know. <laughs> On goes the gay porn. <laughs> 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 it was just like like serious talk, serious talk, kind of kind of tongue in cheek, whatever, funny funny. And then, oh, oh, well, gay porn time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, t- uh, back to camp, Todd and Dana insist that Nate and Lisa take a hike. And literally. And uh, and then after they leave, they have a good laugh at Lisa's expense. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, in the woods, uh, Nate offers a quickie. And, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. You, hmm. you, Oh,
1: yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Yeah. He says uh they're they're not Todd and Dana. I don't know why I wrote that. Something I forget what it was. But yeah, Lisa um confronts him about being with her just for Maya. Mm-hmm. And Nate and lashes I, back. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I got so excited about them fighting and everything's gonna come out and they're gonna realize <laughs> they shouldn't be married and they're gonna split up and then massive disappointment.
0: Nate Nate says lashes back and says he wishes that she would just stop casting him into the role in her little fairy tale and stop freaking out when he wants to be himself and after a pause she apologizes and asks him to kiss her uh, so she can get better at this and Nate gets a bit demanding about the sex
1: that was hot (laughs) (laughs) yep
0: Uh, anybody got a quote here
1: (laughs) Uh, I think you did it earlier, didn't you? Robin? Yeah, uh, you you do it, Robin.
0: But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck you on this rock. And first, I'm gonna make you scream so loud. I can't do this.
1: <laughs> you better I mean, not cut that out. It works. It works
0: great. It works fine, you know, between me and the wife. But uh, <laughs> you know, in our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he says he's gonna make her screams so loud, everybody at the camp will hear, and then he's gonna fuck her. Um,
1: <laughs> no, he's that, that, that was and... some hot, hot stuff that, Being a woman, let me just tell you that was pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. Nate Nate was definitely definitely, you know doing the turning on the
0: girl kind of thing. Did you have a gurgle?
1: <laughs> a gurgle. A gurgle? <laughs>
0: That's, you know, that's like a like a like a stirring in the pants. You mean a oh. tingle?
1: A tingle. Yeah, women have tingles.
0: It's a tingle. Well, t- well, there's tingles and then there's sloppy tingles. I would call that a gurgle. <laughs> oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> not have a gurgle, no. no. You had a tingle, though. Uh, No,
2: not
0: really. No. Oh, no. man. Nate used to do it for me. you.
2: No, we Lisa, could just Lisa appreciate listening. that he was doing a good job.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking about you know if it was me and if there was a guy there oh doing that kind of stuff hell yeah but you know it was on TV so it wasn't really doing it for me.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Was pretty, it was he was pretty rough. He like yanked her pants down. I thought I thought
2: was rough. It wasn't rough. He was just talking oh, he was trashy like, sex talk. It wasn't
0: it, rough. really yeah
1: a little passionate that's what he was passionate.
0: well yeah i guess so but like just the way he's like yanked her jeans off they had that close-up of that way to go kathy bates mm-hmm. yeah uh thank you <laughs> well we already established kathy bates likes
2: it rough didn't we talk about that in <laughs> <week? That's true>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah on the drive back lisa talks about how uh they had amazing sex after he broke up with his girlfriend tessa and, uh, oh, yeah, the other time was after a marathon some other girl didn't show up. And, uh, yeah, she's happy now that it's just them. Yeah. Oh, isn't that and just it's... the
2: saddest thing, really? that's It was okay. really sad. Be- because what we have, well, we already knew this, but it just establishes for, for us in our viewers' minds that the only time Nate would ever turn to Lisa in the past was when she was convenient Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Goes back to my earlier rantings about how, look, he never loved her. And she's just been blindly in love with this guy the whole time. And I said off air, I actually have some empathy for Lisa I know you don't, Mm -hmm. but but I do in the sense that I still think she's still so wrapped up in her her fantasy of what they could be. So he was right when they had their fight and he called her on that and he said, you know, you're trying to fit me into this fantasy. I think Mm -hmm. that is what's going on. I think and they were both
1: right. They were um, both right yes, yeah. they were both
2: right. Yeah, and like you, side. Des, I was, I was actually thinking this might be the moment of dissolution. But then, you know, it just turned into some hot sex. Oh,
1: well, yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. then oh, I was yeah. disappointed because I was like, "Oh, come on! Everything's all on the table. You know, you guys need to deal with this." But then, you know, and then she's got that smile in the in the car, and I was like, "Oh crap! They're never gonna break up." But then, once she starts talking about this, all this other stuff. Any normal woman would probably, you know, saying that stuff would be like, oh, I am second fiddle. You know, I am just Mm -hmm. who he comes to when there's no one else. You know, most Mm -hmm. women would that would be like red flag for them, but not Lisa. That's the problem.
2: Yeah, she feels like, oh, this is a step up because now that he finally put me first and wanted me. Oh, this is what I always wanted. It's just so sad.
0: Yeah. it is she's really yeah, she doesn't realize that he was fantasizing about Brenda earlier
2: yeah well
0: yeah but that was a weird fantasy
1: <laughs> I wouldn't I don't yeah. know he's got some real anger issues towards Brenda mm.
4: so yeah
1: not like he was the the you know the the angelic one in the relationship too much but they both Aw, damn it what,
0: what? I meant to make an 127 hours joke back during that fantasy sequence. I, damn, I forgot about it. Uh-huh. Oh, well. <laughs> next, the next time I re I, I do a podcast about six feet under. I'll remember. Next I not-
2: time. What? We should have ruined you for all other possible podcasting. experiences. <laughs> I need more
0: newbies. We're doing it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: in the next, uh, you no, know,
2: in the next uh, universe, Dez loves Rico. <laughs> I'm Lisa's best friend, <laughs> and you hate David.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of universes, we have a new promo from the podcast Galactic Games. We'll hear from them right now. Never heard of them. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Me and uh, yeah, that was a promo from Galactic Games. That's actually the same people that do. The top five podcast um and apparently it's like a sci-fi comedy series mm. um it, one one of the uh we don't usually we don't have any really uh any podcast promos about people that do like uh uh storytelling or like you know audio uh dramas but uh yeah galactic games is it sounds like it's a, a comedy sci-fi thing so check them out Anyway, we're here uh, with the Fisher of the Week, and um, yeah, I, I, the first person usually gets to go is the guest, so um, <laughs> who wants to go first? <laughs>
2: I'll go. All right. Um, you can tell by my tone. You know what? This was not one of those episodes where somebody left out at me, because Nate, mm-hmm. they- didn't break up with Lisa, so he's <laughs> disappointed me, despite his hot sex talk. David was barely visible. Um, Ruth is getting all weird, sniffing handkerchiefs, and I just can't put myself behind that. Um, Which would just leave me with Claire. But in fact, I am going to vote for baby Maya. I'm yes. giving her the fish of oh. the week. For keeping quiet during hot rock sex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, Dez, uh, are we gonna do shots here? Um, no,
1: <laughs> we are not. <laughs> um except for the shots for celebrating for not picking baby maya uh, cuz so she's lame <laughs> yes no uh it wasn't that difficult this week for me some weeks it's difficult some weeks it's not um i picked claire because um her and russell united against the world i loved it it made me very happy inside so that's why i picked them awesome or uh-huh. her. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what else?
0: Um, I I guess I probably should have picked Claire. I I I I'd like just for the reasons that you said, but I'm not going to go back on my original, and I'm going to give it to Nate for the first time this season. Because he killed that evil snake. And, uh, <laughs> fuck it. I hate snakes. And he just destroyed it. And I loved it. And, and <laughs> he uh, and he pushed Brenda off a cliff. And he smoked weed. Yeah, no,
2: she jumped. She, she leapt to her death. Please. Oh, he didn't yes, push she did. Her. Well,
0: he talked her into it. Because Wrong awesome.
2: show. Wrong and, show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, and then uh, he totally showed Lisa who's the boss. Um, by, uh, rockin' her world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Nate is my pick.
1: I can guarantee you I will not pick Nate until he divorces Lisa. Okay.
0: <laughs> well. All right, so, uh, going on to the next segment is, uh, listener eulogies, And we only have one (laughs) bit of feedback for this episode in particular. We'll read the rest of it at the beginning of next week's episode, I'm sure. Um, But we have one from Steph. Do you you have that pulled up, Des?
1: I will in one second. my. And, okay. Hey, Fisherinos. Making love work. Well, they say marriage takes work. Is it worth it when Nate has to work as much as he has to with Lisa? (laughs) No, it's not worth it. <laughs> Lisa uh, Lisa <laughs> Lisa just won't let Nate be Nate. Maybe Nate and Brenda are were meant to be. I cannot believe I'm saying that. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> Come to the dark side. Come on, Steph. Um, Ruth needs a hobby other than Arthur. This cannot be healthy. I do not see this leading to any place good. Oh god, I agree. <laughs> Russell's not gay. He would know for himself, right? Right? <laughs> Later, Stephanie.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Stephanie.
1: I hope he's not.
0: Uh, well maybe I should. Uh. Uh. I, I, I. guess we're we're close to halfway through the season. Um. I'll bring up this little point that uh, I think it was Alan Ball had in the commentary towards the beginning of the season, which I had to keep to myself because you know, you know, spoilers, but. Um, He said that he was, was it, was it Alan Ball? It was, it was one of the writers. It might've been Alan Ball, but he said that, uh, um, he was like signing, um, they, they did a six feet under book, which I have a copy of, which you guys unfortunately can't look at until the end of the series. But, um, and he was talking about how, um, before, like in season two, when anybody would give him any sort of uh, commentary on the show, they were just like, I freaking hate Brenda Kill her. <laughs> kill her, kill her off, get her off the show. Oh, she's awful. And then, like, <laughs> season three happened, and then everybody who talked to was like, "When's Brenda coming back? I miss her <laughs> so much. I hate god. Oh.
1: See, I'm a Brenda hipster. I liked her before everybody else did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Well. All right, so you actually you didn't. You're doing an intro cast.
1: Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? On this, you know, (laughs) out of uh, the newbies doing the show with us.
0: Oh, out of the uh, one of the two. Yes, Yes.
2: you and me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh God.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, you did like her before, I but I like her too. Steph Steph
1: didn't like her till now, so (laughs) (laughs) that took a
2: long time. Really slow to warm up, that Stephanie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, so, uh, yeah, let's get on to our last rights and, uh, get our ratings and our final thoughts on the episode. Moira, you have the honor. Oh, okay. Well,
2: this episode was okay. It was just okay. I didn't love it. I, I did like mm-hmm. the Claire and Russell stuff, but, I, but see, then it makes me all angst ridden because David has to go and put all this doubt in my mind. So thanks, David. Um, anyway, we rehashed most of it. It, it was just okay. So, I, oh, I have to think what I'm going to give it. I am going to give it a 6 out of 10 Lover's Leaps Off a High Rock.
0: <laughs> wow, that's pretty low, though. Why yeah, I, I didn't uh, love it. Average, average. Okay. Uh, Des? Um,
1: okay. I loved, loved, loved the stuff with Russell and Claire. If, uh, you know, the rest of the episode had been as good, it would have got a much higher rating. But I hate the... <laughs> Thing with Ruth and Arthur, it skews me out so bad. And I got so excited about Nate and Lisa possibly breaking up, and then it dashed my hopes, and that made me angry. Um, plus, there was camping, which I hate, and the other couple, when they had the scenes all together, it was boring, and I didn't care. So I'm going to give this five out of... Um, Five out of ten adorable matching blue hair dies. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: uh,
0: I love this episode. Uh, I I think the writer Jill Saloway like just gave us like let's let's take a moment here with each of these uh, uh, Fishers, uh, even even a moment with David, and just twisted a little bit. I mean, we have happy happy sex sex with uh, Claire and Russell, but is Russell gay? <laughs> We have uh, Ruth becoming a great friend with uh, Arthur, but is she a little messed up in the head? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have uh, Nate and Lisa going out and uh, you know having this great experience uh, of I don't know they they finally opened up to each other about their true feelings about each other and maybe they're gonna work on things, but you know Nate has this horrible like. A dream, and he kills the snake, and that was awesome. But um, and and then we have David just kind of coming up, and you know, uh, spinning things around for Claire and Russell, and you know, just having this really funny scene with uh, Keith. So um, I'm gonna give it a uh, nine out of ten. Hanky whisperers. Uh... <laughs> I really loved it. Um, so. <laughs> With that, let's bury this biggie. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh. Um, okay, you can visit us at fishcast.blogspot.com You can leave us a voicemail at 5412-EMBALM and you can visit us on the Facebook.
2: Or you can give us all of your feedback because we do appreciate it and it's fun and because we like to sway you with our lovely opinions. Anyway, to <laughs> fishercast1 at gmail.com
0: yeah, and I, I do apologize if you sent an email in for this episode not realizing we already recorded it early. Um, but we will be reading um, any email that you sent in on the next show because we love the feedback. Um, so, uh, Dez, where can we find you on the web? Um, you can find me
1: on Nonsense Cast, um, a triple X podcast. <laughs> Sometimes a podcast about bullshit, basically. <laughs> Nonsensecast. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, it's WordPress. <laughs> it's nonsensecast.wordpress.com. It's my only one that's not on Blogspot, so I get confused. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nonsensecast, the only podcast that needs a triple X coffin. Uh.
1: <laughs> and not because we're fat. <laughs> <laughs> Although, maybe a little bit of that too.
0: uh you can find moira snuggling up with arthur on the couch for a good movie night uh, come on you like silent running
2: (sighs) i don't want to snuggle with arthur and his
0: hankies (laughs) (laughs) i think the hankies
2: are actually trying to whisper to nate get out get out (laughs) that's what i think
0: uh, well, that's it for Fisher this week. Uh, next week, your homework is timing and space. And we're going to have a new host on the show, our new guest host, Chase, joining us. Yay! All right. And uh, as for making love work, we therefore commit this episode to the ground, ashes to ashes, and, and dust, dust,
4: to to dust to dust.
0: Bye! Bye bye.